Jeffrey. Jesse Calvert had dressed herself with extra care this afternoon in preparation for an important errand, one which Jesse dreaded very much. But she had promised her lover to make the attempt. As she dressed, Jesse kept reminding herself of Brett's words, trying to relieve her conscience with the justification Brett had given her for what they intended to do, the advantage they were taking of Ben Calvert's serious heart condition. But in spite of all of Brett Cameron's arguments, Jesse was uneasy as she entered Perry's drugstore on Main Street, approached the owner, a pleasant man of about Jesse's own age. Uh, good afternoon, John. Why, hello, Jesse. Oh, my, you're looking nice today. Oh, thank you, John. That's a rather flattering thought. Why, not at all. Yeah, I was just saying to Mildred just the other day, haven't seen Jesse Calvert in several weeks. You don't come in as often as you used to. Well, that was when I was working in Ben's office. Mm. Now I'm at home most of the time. Oh, you know how it is, John. The days slip by without one's realizing. <laughs> oh, goodness knows, I don't seem to accomplish much, but I'm always busy. <laughs> it's the same with me. Although I'm not very rushed today, as you can see. Hasn't been a soul in here in the last half hour. Oh, well, it's the slack time of day, isn't it? Well, that's true. Too soon after lunch and too early for people to be dropping in for their afternoon cup of coffee. Mm. I remember when you were working in Ben's office, Jesse. You usually dropped in about three. Oh, my, that seems a long time ago. <laughs> Does it that? And now you're Mrs. Ben Galford. Well, Mary sure agrees with you. You look soiled. <laughs> well, they say that happens when you're happy, John. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, what can I do for you, Jesse? Well, as a matter of fact, I have to get something for Ben. But if you don't mind, I'd rather you didn't mention it to him. Oh. <laughs> I hate to admit I'm such a butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the matter, Jesse? Did you uh, break something of Ben? Well, yes. Lately, I've dropped a couple of things, and he's been teasing me. Hmm. Says I'm as bad as a teenager, all elbows and thumbs. <laughs> well, I promise not to tell on you. <laughs> yeah, you can't be nearly as bad as Mildred is. She's broken three coffee makers so far this year. I can hardly keep enough in stock here at the store to supply my own household. Well, there's quite a mortality on things like that at our household, too. Oh, well, if that's all you broke, you needn't worry. Fortunately, I just got a new shipment in. Oh. Well, it isn't anything like that this time. I'm ashamed to admit I went and dropped Ben's medicine. He just bought it recently. Oh, and... oh that. Well, no wonder you bought it. He ought to keep that stuff handy all the time, you know. Yes, I know. He seems very finicky about it. Can you make me up a new supply, John? I've got the prescription number right here. It, it is refillable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, take me a few minutes to make it up, though. Oh, that's all right. I have plenty of time. Well, we'll take care of it right away, then. I don't want Ben to be without his medicine. Oh, no. With a tonic like that, one of the main things seems to be the business of taking it regularly, according to instructions. Tonic, did you say? Why, yes. Yeah. That's what it is, isn't it? Uh, uh yeah. Ben does get so irritated at anything he considers to be carelessness. But sometimes one can't help being preoccupied. Or a person may be a little nervous about something, not pay attention to what he's doing. <laughs> don't I know it. Oh, uh, by the way, you don't want the prescription entirely filled, do you? Oh, but of course, John. Why do you ask? Well, uh, it's for two bottles. You didn't break both of them. Oh, I... I'm afraid I did. Hmm. I thought Ben said something to me about keeping one bottle at the office. He should. Oh. Well. Well, you see, they were both still in the package. 
Ben had just put it in the medicine cabinet like that. He hadn't unwrapped it. Oh. <laughs> it's really no wonder that the darn thing fell out the way he had it shoved in there. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't take long. I'll go back and make it up right now. Uh, why don't you sit down at the counter there, Jesse? Smoke a cigarette while you wait. There you are, Jesse. All fixed up, good as new. Ben will never know the difference. Oh, thank you, John. You'll put it on the bill, won't you? Oh, no, wait a minute. On second thought, perhaps I'd better give you the cash right now. Mm, whatever you say. How much is it? Yeah, let's see. Uh, it comes to three fifty a bottle. Oh, my, that's quite an expensive tonic, isn't it? Uh, well, yes, Jesse, quite expensive. But it goes a long way. Well, not that I'm complaining. It's well worth it if it does its work. Well, let's see. Here you are, John. A five and two ones. Is that right? Mm, fine, thanks. <laughs> I hope you have better luck with this bed. Oh, so do I. Jessie tucked the packages away in her roomy alligator bag before she stepped out into Main Street. The car was parked on the other side of the square, so it was necessary for her to walk past her husband's offices. Jessie hurried past. Ben was the last person she wanted to see just then. She'd done what she'd set out to do. Brett would be pleased. But Jessie herself felt anything but comfortable. She wanted to get home, close herself in her room, and fight back her feeling of panic. But when she arrived home, came into the entrance hall... Her heart sank. That you, Jesse? Well, yes, Ben. Where are you? In the study. Oh, well, I'll go up and change, Ben. Be right down. No, come in first, Jesse. I'd like to talk to you. But I... Oh, all right, darling. Well, Ben, home early again? Uh, yes. Well, good for you. Now you're using your head. How so? Well, I mean, you're beginning to be more sensible about taking care of yourself. Not overdoing. Oh, yes. Trying to take it easy. Oh, I'm so glad, Ben, you should. And that's not why I came home today. Oh? No, I had a very disagreeable experience. Oh, dear. You remember I told you about Randy Lane and how he's had the nerve to open a real estate office? Well, yes, but I, I can't imagine he'll cause you any serious competition, Ben. Any competition Randy Lane gives me is too much from my standpoint. To stand by and let a total greenhorn, particularly Mary Lane's son, cut in on me. And I won't stand for it, that's all. Now, darling, don't let yourself get upset. No, no, you're right, Jesse. I mustn't. Some of the things old man Bergman said today got me so mad that I... Bergman? Who's he? He's that old duffer who has the farm next to the Discaries. Hmm. Isn't he Viennese? Austrian or something? Yes, that's right. Oh, I remember now. You mentioned them a couple of weeks ago. You were out at their place, weren't you? Yes, he asked me to look it over. He's planning to sell Naturally, he wanted me to handle the deal. Of course. Today, he came in to say he's turning the deal over to Randy Lane. To Randy? <laughs> That's strange. Did he say what made him change his mind? Oh, yes, in great detail. It seems he's been thinking it over, and he decided he ought to give Randy a break because he's a veteran. Oh, I see. Well, Ben, that makes sense. You know, lots of people feel that way. That it's their... Well, patriotic duty to give the veterans as much help as they can. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe not. But Randy Lane never should have gone into real estate to begin with. Oh, no. After all, darling, if that's what he wants to do... Trading on the fact that he happened to be sent overseas. Trading on his mother's name. Now, Ben, isn't this really a great to-do over practically nothing? Oh, Jesse, you don't understand. It isn't the fact that the young squirt has gone into business. I don't give a hang about that. It's the motive behind it. What it represents. Randy Lane isn't so much interested in real estate as he isn't taking a whack at me. 
Do you honestly believe you're that important to him, Ben? Jesse, if you knew the whole history as I do, it, it goes way back to before Mary Lane married Randolph. Oh. You wanted to marry her, didn't you, Ben? Uh, yes. She decided on Randolph Lane, and thank heaven she did. Yeah. But you've never gotten over the fact that she could say no to you, have you, Ben? That's really what you resent. What I resent is her hypocrisy. Don't try to tell me anything about that tribe at the Lane Farm. Now, they'd like nothing better than to see me lose my position in this town. See me lose everything I've worked for. Ben. True. That's what's behind this real estate venture of Randy's. Darn fool, thinking he can give me any kind of a run for my money. Well, if that's true, they've made a good start with Mr. Bergman. Yeah. I'm most likely feeling pretty smug about it, too. But that's not a dead issue yet. Brandy Lane. <laughs> he started something. But believe me, Jesse, I'm going to finish it. And when I do, he'll be finished, too. Ben's old hatred caused by a blow his pride suffered years ago from Aunt Mary. Long smoldering, the incident with Henry Bergman had given it new life. Yes, Ben's resentment against the Lane family has flared again, and Randy may be the one to suffer for it. 